Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Change Room with Rod and Leslie. As you know, in this podcast, we like to take big, giant, juicy, meaty topics and break them down into tiny little bite-sized chunks all in an effort to help ourselves and hopefully some of you through the process of change. Rod and I are obsessed with change. We talk about it here. We talk about it every day in our lives. We even do it in our jobs. And uh, so, yeah, we just love to talk about all things change. So this week, the big juicy topic that we want to dive into is advice. When do you give it? When do you get it? When do you take it? When do you don't? All the juicy things around advice. We've kind of been talking about this a lot in our everyday lives. And so we thought, why not talk about it here? Rod, what do you want to add into the mix? This is, for me, this is a great topic to dive into, I think. Uh, and we have, you you and I have danced around this before topic from the edges on different episodes and so some of the stuff will be familiar for our our dedicated listeners but this is very much the this is the call-in advice show like if we had a you know relationship advice show gardening advice show i want to do that one day (laughs) i want to do that one day yes this is a show about giving advice um i and i think in in the as we think about change and people going through change this is such an integral part of of the process is the consultation mm-hmm. with friends and and people who care about you. So it's worthy to uh, dive into it because I I must admit I constantly have this uh, question: is like when do you take advice to like it's the self help stuff? Is like when do you listen to it and when do you? Yeah. Not? Because then it's this whole perfectionist chasing perfectionism. Well, my friend who loves research, what does the research say? Oh, yeah. So, like the uh, <laughs> well, let's let's define let's define our, uh, our terms. okay. Oh, yeah. It was principles. Yes. So, principles. So, That's right. Okay. Let's do so, it. <laughs> I like we're talking about advice in the sense of uh, it's like, hey, Leslie, I've got this situation. Uh, I'm not sure what to do. I tell you about the situation. I say, like, what do you think? I'm thinking of doing option one or option two, and you mm-hmm. give me advice. Mm-hmm. Or it could be a situation where it's it's. I'm like, hey, Leslie, I just want to give you some advice. Like the, I don't know, the. I was going to try to make a cello analogy. Like when you're playing the cello, you should do. <laughs> I don't know, but you know, like the unsolicited. Oh, unsolicited. My heart just burst into little <laughs> unicorn sprinkles. <laughs> but it's, it's the unsolicited advice. It's like the I wasn't seeking it, but yeah. somebody, somebody cares about you, says, "Hey, like, have you thought about this?" The and then right, right. Though that's where we should start. Where I wouldn't mind touching on later is the like well what if you you know um it's like hey rod you should it'd be great if you did this a little bit different like okay i think about it reflect on it but at the end of the day yeah you know or read a self-help book oh like what should i right it's like when do you just accept yourself for who you are and and be comfortable with perfection the imperfections and when do you follow what the advice says so maybe we'll get to there at the end 
Yeah, I, I, you know, I, well, I don't know. I kind of, I'm so um, struck when people give me unsolicited advice. Like I really, I, I am gobsmacked every time that happens, unless it's someone I'm really close with in my life. And I can tell that, you know, they have my best interests at heart and they care about me and all the things. But I'm gobsmacked at the number of people who will just randomly give mm-hmm. people advice about, uh, you know, unknown, unsought after things. Yeah. It's fascinating to me. Yeah, why? Okay, well, let's break. Yeah. Like in... in Can I start with a yeah, story? That's the best place to start. I'm going to start with a story. So um, a thousand years ago when, you know, okay, maybe 20 years ago, I was, I was, it's a work story. So I'm going to like change the names to protect the innocent. But I was, I was working in this department and uh, it was fine, but it wasn't really my jam. And this other job came up that was 100% my jam. And I went for it and I talked to my boss and I, you know, my boss was like, yep, I get it. I see why totally that is way more your jam. Go, go, go. And then I had a meeting with, and so all of the the wheels were turning. It was going great. I was, you know, top candidate, all the things. And then my boss said that the person, I think he was about four or five levels higher than me at the time. So quite like quite senior from the perspective of, you know, me, I was much Mm -hmm. more junior in my career at the time. And I went and talked to him and he said, well, just so you know, Leslie, if you make this decision, you're just going to be known as this like one trick pony. This is all you're going to be known for. And you'll never move up in your career if you do this, because you're just going to be pigeonholed and no one's going to see you as anything else. Mm. And I was so flummoxed in the moment because like, I didn't even know what to say. First of all, this person is like four or five levels higher than me. I'm a respectful person, you know, British hierarchy, all the things. Uh, And so I was completely freaked out. I did not listen to him. I thanked him very much in the moment. I said, Oh, thank you. You know, I really appreciate your counsel. And then I I did not listen because I, I just I knew it wasn't right for me. But I mean, can you imagine if I had listened? If I had listened, I might not be doing what I do right now, which as you know, I love, I wouldn't know you, all the people I've met through the change practice, I wouldn't have met potentially. Like there are times when I think you really have to be careful, especially with unsolicited advice um, in what we listen to and and how much to heart we take it. Definitely. Um. Yeah, I had like unsolicited advice. Let's start there then. The, the you're right. Like the what's a good way? Maybe a little break it down. And 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 some of my highly uh, sophisticated research could lead into answering <laughs> using the Googles, <laughs> obviously. But like how to take in this unsolicited advice as a scenario. So, mm. um, well, one is. And I guess you started with you, you went with your your gut, like what your your you said to yeah. yourself, you, um, what you felt was right. Uh, and I did talk to a couple people I knew who I trusted. Like back to that trust mm. factor, I did talk to a couple people I trusted and said, "This person is saying this to me. What do you think?" And they said, "He's crazy." And I said, okay. "Excellent." It is also what I so think. To, so, that, <laughs> so maybe a tiny bit of confirmation bias happening, Rod. I'm not going to yeah, lie to you, well, so, but still, well, that's one thing to look out for. So, one <laughs> thing to look out for is is the if people are giving you advice that's confirming what you want, like 
have to watch that bias. Yeah. But the but you saw it a second opinion. So it's like, okay, there I got there's something here maybe I'm gonna go uh, see what if if others say the same thing. I think that's yeah, that's yeah. Really important to do. The other part is 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 think of the perspective of the person giving you the advice and you know, how much do they understand your situation how much is their situation similar to yours Mm -hmm. and are there is there like center focus in caring about you like how committed are they to the outcome of of the situation um and and so that and to my and to your well-being right like and and to your like just genuine general genuine sense of well-being in the world yes yeah Exactly, like the right versus just fly by night advice, and and they're they're not invested in you as a yeah. person, and it's different. Yeah. The, the thing I think uh, that's really important to consider is that the the perspective that people have is so influenced by their own experiences and their advice, mm-hmm. and so I kind of would think that the person actually did care, like maybe didn't you know, wasn't a friend that's known you for years before and understand what's important to you and so forth. But I I think anybody giving advice for the most part is because they actually, they think it's the right thing. I mean, that's actually probably safe Mm -hmm. to say. And, but what they're doing is they're projecting their own values and what's important to them and what they've seen in the past. And that's where the difference is. Right. And that's where your friends or your people who know you better will know what is important for you and how to like how to use that lens into considering the situation yeah i it 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 was uh i i don't i don't think i had a feeling that that person was invested in me mm-hmm. as a as a person as an individual like I, I i did not have that feeling and that would be a time when i would say really think twice about advice coming from that kind of a person. So what about seeking advice, Rod? What's your, what's your take on that? Well, I, so there's different kinds of advice that we would seek. Like, so it's the, Hey, Leslie, I'm doing this project thing and I've got this challenging situation. What do you think I should do? That's one Mm -hmm, mm scenario. And then that, and in a way, it's like, yes, I want to do the right thing. I want it to be successful. So I'm seeking advice. Cause, but um, that's different than like the very intimate situations of like, you know, I'm looking for a, a career change or I've got a relationship issue. Yeah. And so these are, you know, you want to make it right, but it's so hard because the there's no right answer. Uh Mm-hmm. And and this is what we explored before a little bit was like the how decisions define who you are, like the values that you bring into making a decision shapes or it, it describes like what's important to you as a person. Um, yeah. But the uh, those are 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 ones where you you know like you'd seek advice on. Okay, I'm thinking of this career option. I've got two career choices. Like. What does a, you know, you ask a friend, what do they think? Um, this is the situation. I think even with people who know you, it's, 
to be very um the trust your I, I don't like saying trust your gut actually it's trust your own assessment is what's really yes is because the gut i realize that if you're in a situation of you're in a fight or flight scenario like you're you're reacting you're making a change because you're trying to leave a situation or you're uh whatever like your gut is actually going to lead you to a not a clear-headed de- decision your gut is just the the lizard brain brain talking oh see i see listening to your gut as part of your one's analysis yeah so you mean it's like listen to your own opinion is listen to your gut yeah, like, uh, yes, like, I, if you think, like, if I think about my analysis being, okay, when have I done this in the past? What has worked for me? What kind of, per- can I live, right? Like, ask myself all those questions. But then one of those questions I ask myself is, intuitively, what do I think? Because mm-hmm. when I say gut, that's what I mean. Like, intuitively, what does my, right. you know, what, what, what intuitively feels yeah. right? Yeah. Right. And then the so I think that the seeking advice, this is the thing, I, I just to throw it out there. I think there's folks that, and I might fall into the camp, is less confident in myself in making decisions. Or, and it's like there's a confidence factor or a trust. Maybe it's, it's a trust in self of making decisions. And then there's others, hypothetically, let's say like yourself, <laughs> have a high trust (laughs) just as a as a for instance (laughs) and so and it's all right like so the it's the how often if you know on different things how often do you seek advice on like truly you're seeking advice from somebody where you're not it's not necessarily like you're socializing an idea and you're trying to get there to somebody to come along with you like you're right truly right like advice. where i'm genuinely flummoxed and i don't know what i'm gonna yeah, do or you want to make sure you're making the right decision you might have a hunch but you you're just like i need to get advice from others like i think in a so my hypothesis here is that someone who's confident in themselves and confident in listening to their own intuition doesn't do that very often actually it's it's a very rare situation where they do seek that kind of advice would you agree to that yeah i i would agree but it's so funny because i don't see myself as a confident person and but people have told me i come across as confident so but if we go by that i mean i definitely i mean i got advice when i when i say bought a when i bought this condo where i live right now i got advice from my two best friends steve and mike and like i would not have made a decision without them weighing in and saying, yes, I think that's a sound decision. Um, But it has to be something like really big for me to do that. And it has to be someone I trust very, very deeply. um, If I'm going to go to them seeking advice, because I think it is, I don't know, I, I, I would never go to someone that I don't know, and ask them for advice. What if, what if, let's put uh, the hat, like uh, an expert, you know, like let's label somebody expert in the topic of condos or real estate or something, but you don't really know them. Would you, would you not 
Seek that kind of advice? I would still, I mean, I had a real estate agent and she said it was great, right? But in terms of the advice I'm going to trust, so I listened to her advice, otherwise I wouldn't have looked at this place. But then like the real advice I trusted on this being a good decision was my, and Stephen has been my best friend for 30 years. Like we've, like, it's like a long standing game, the two of us. And so like he, yeah, I try, I try, I would go to him before, like, and it would be his advice that I would trust over someone yeah. like that. 100%. 100. Not that I wouldn't necessarily ask it. Like you're there, like, you know, when I bought my cello, it's another story. I bought my cello and tried out five or six. You go, you sort of try, try out five or six. I brought one home and like, uh, let my teacher listen to it kind of way, whatever. Um, but, and I asked my teacher, who's my good friend and another friend of mine, who's also a cellist, what they thought, but ultimately I bought the cello that I wanted, you know, like it's even though like they said, oh, you know, the C string is a little da 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 da. Like they, I, I loved it and bought it. So I don't know. Mm. Am I weird? Like, is that really weird, Rod? No. Tell me about your experience because I feel like we're. Because I, it just feels like I feel uh, like it's. I have a different approach to it in some yeah. way. I don't know. No, I, I. No, I think I'm gonna. It's probably the more natural and the approach is that. I think at the end of the day, we probably seek advice. It's just maybe it's a conversation, or it's like, what's up? You know, what's new with you? It's like, oh, I'm. I'm this is something I've been thinking about. What's your advice? Like, so we kind of just seek advice. More than this. conversationally, yeah. maybe more than we realize. Right. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a right. good point. That's a yeah. good point. The other it the factor afterwards is is um, it, like so many roads come back to the perfectionism is is just the comfort of the comfort <laughs> of if, if it's not like you know whatever if it works out differently and something shifts and it's not the ends up being like you're considered the right thing to do is like how okay you're going to be with that. And it's the person seeking perfection yeah. and, and uh, is where it, it turns into a struggle. So I, I th- and th- as we often do through our conversation, get better clarity on it. I think the, it's, you know, it's, it's fine to get input on things just to expand your understanding of a situation, but right. we probably, and I, I'll do this less is active seeking advice I'm going to be, I'm listening to be influenced by what the other person has to say, because it's, it's not having the ownership over the decision. You're deferring that ownership by, well, you know, I asked 10 people, seven said this, so that's what I'm going to do because people want to. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. This is an, it's an interesting one. It really is. It really is interesting. Mm. I think you're right. I think we, maybe most of us do this just through conversation with friends. I mean, you and I do this with each other all Mm. the time. We're always like problem solving together. And maybe I see it more as problem solving Mm. than advice seeking. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's a framing up that's a little bit different. I don't know. I really kind of wish we were doing a call-in session right now, Rod, because I swear we could say, someone call in, tell us what you think about giving advice and taking advice. It's such a, 
it seemed like such an innocent topic when we yeah. started talking about it. And then every every second we get deeper into this conversation, it feels more and more yeah. um, complex, you know. And uh, and and there are subtleties to it, I yeah. think. So I th- that there are, because now that, like, I'm going to adjust what I just said. It's, it's, it's not that we shouldn't be seeking advice which is it's it's we should be sharing our experiences with our yeah. confidants and our friends because there will there and there are situations that come up where it's like listen you know you you might not realize but there's this whole other thing you should consider uh with what you're yeah, doing yeah, like yeah, i don't know yeah, what you yeah. is. and it just without exposing our ideas to other people we could end up it's not to save us from doing really stupid things, but you know, it just helps us grow. Seeing blind spots. It's seeing blind yeah. spots that, cause we all have blind yeah. spots. Right. And so, yeah, that's true. I actually, I have another, like a, another work story of someone who gave me feedback that I'd never received before. And it really, it got me to alter the way I saw myself in different situations. And in that way, unsolicited advice was super helpful because it was a blind spot and I hadn't, I had no idea. And it was kind of like that tough love feedback that none of us want to give to people because we don't want to hurt people's feelings um, because we're kind and we want to help them through change. But uh, in that case, the feedback was actually really helpful. Mm -hmm. So then this, let's come back to the unsolicited feedback, which is what to do with that. So, so I had a a story where, um, so way back after university, I wanted to travel and I went to France. It was, and I ended up staying there for three years. I met my wife and Mm. came back to Canada and I went to do my master's and then situation happened uh, Karen was pregnant. She was visiting France very early in her pregnancy, but then had to stay and had to stay. To, so mm. my son was born there. I went back for nine months and it was really a weird scenario because like mentally I had moved back home and then suddenly, you know, right. Some less than six months later, I was again over there and uh, we were there for a while. We had our wedding in France and a, friend of the family Hmm. said to me he's like you know have you considered just staying here in in france and in europe like this stuff has happened to you is totally unexpected but now that you're back here and you're and here you are it's like have you considered staying here and uh and i was like no completely no it was super important to finish the master's degree and i realized afterwards the reason why it was important to finish the master's was that this destabilizing event that occurred like health event completely reversed everything it was the goal of finishing that degree to say like it didn't flip our life around like this thing happened but we were able to otherwise not be like it forever shifted because of it right but then when i look back to that like my own advice to myself would be the exact same thing that the person said at the time like as i looked back afterwards <laughs> i was like it was one of those i wish somebody had suggested to me it's like oh wait a second they did somebody did suggest that to me <laughs> um and uh it's 
you know, it reflects the the situation and the challenge in this or whatever, like what was important to me at the time. So trusting my gut, listening to my intuition, all that was what I did with that example. But um, looking back, I was like, yeah, I can see that. That was, I think I would have, that could have been a good path too. So, yeah. Sometimes it's hard, right? And and I don't know, like, do you have regrets about that, Rod? Do you wish you'd listened to that well, feedback? Um, Other than the fact that we wouldn't have met yeah, and obviously we wouldn't have our podcast and that would be devastating. Yeah, so, no so take that no off the table. <laughs> you know what? Here's what I didn't do. That's the right no, answer. Here, well done. what I didn't do and what you did is I didn't then seek secondary advice or Mm. I, I remember I it was very much like oh thanks for you know I I get that but no um I just uh yeah I didn't seek secondary advice so if, if anything I think in that situation I would have I would have done that um but the other part is it's like my older self now is is there's never even though I tried to make the perfect decisions in all scenarios is um there's never the perfect answer because the no. truth is, is like any time later on uh, we could have made another, you know, there's many opportunities afterwards to, to take in a different path. Right. Um, but yeah, like I, here's another perspective on the advice thing and why I would say it's probably good to, so Sticking with our recommendation is talk to your friends, share things that are what's going on with you. So you're like, just you're sharing stuff that's going on and you're not mm-hmm. necessarily seeking advice. But the other is, you know, our brains work in an automated way, right? Like, so we don't reflect on everything we do. It's like, I didn't, you know, should I have a coffee right. this morning? Should I walk over there? Should right. I do this? And, and so every time we seek advice and deeply reflect on something, it's absorbing our focus in our attention and we get absorbed in that and there's a opportunity cost with it is that you're not mentally free to think about other things or be open to other things interesting yeah so it's the this is another i think (laughs) i think this episode is an advice for me i'm giving myself to like don't (laughs) <laughs> you know, there's, self-advice is such good yeah, advice go you know it's it's the it actually you want to leave your use use your mental powers wisely like it's a limited resource mm. so be considerate about what you spend it on indeed yeah and sometimes advice can send you into even more of a tailspin than you know, sometimes I think seeking more advice, like advice on top of advice, can send our heads spinning even more. And you're right. Yeah. I think this last year has taught us that our our mental capacity, our wellness, all those juicy, wonderful things, it is a limited resource where, where you know, we have to look after ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so advice can be dangerous. Yeah. No, that's not what yeah, we're no. saying. <laughs> But the, 
<laughs> but it, you know, it, but being thoughtful and how and when you yeah. seek it, and conversely, how and when you give yes. it, I think is a really important thing as yeah. well, right? And I loved how you framed it earlier in the conversation, Rod, when you said. Um, like, this is my experience. This is how this has or has not worked for me. This, you know, and, and that if we're giving advice to frame it in the context of this is what happened in my life in relation to this and recognizing, therefore, that everyone's life is different. Everyone's circumstances are different. And that's such an important thing, I think, yeah. to to take into account if we're going to give yeah. advice. Maybe let's end there. Like, like, this is advice for the advice givers. I think... Here's here's a takeaway. <laughs> yes. Is that if I'm giving advice, I got to stop myself to say, do I care about, I'm giving this because why? Like, is it because I care about the person? Yeah. And yes. then it's probably worth to say, it's like, hey, I just want to share this with you because I care about you. And I think, have you considered, you know, dot, dot, dot. Like the buddy yeah. from 20 years yeah. ago, what, if he had said, hey, listen, you know, Listen, I, I care about you and having a vibrant career. I just, from my perspective and my experience, I think that this career choice for you might lead to this. Have you considered that? If he had said that. Very different conversation. Yeah. Very different conversation. And I probably would have listened a little bit more deeply mm. um, had it come in in that way, you know. Um so yeah, maybe our maybe our ending advice is for the people who are tempted to give advice. And I do this all the time. And so I'm giving myself advice right now is to really be cognizant of how we do it, why we're doing it, what's our motivation, mm. and acknowledging that our lives are all totally different. And so if one other person does the same thing as you, it may be a completely different outcome. That's true. Because we have it, it's, it's like this, you know, that advice makes change in somebody's lives and our the people that we care about. Mm -hmm. so you, use yeah. it with great power. Yeah. So use it, it has wisely. to be done with yeah. love and yes, indeed. Great power, great responsibility. Yeah. Spider-Man <laughs> always comes back to Spider-Man. I could start singing the theme song, but I won't. It could happen someday. So stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Rod. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. This is so juicy. Yeah. I had no idea we were going to go in this direction. I always love it when that happens. Me too. Rod and I are taking next weekend off. It's one of our long weekends of the summer. Uh, so we'll see you back in a couple yes. weeks. Thanks, Thanks, Rod. Bye, everyone. Bye.